So I know nobody uses those phrases, but that is what it is. So I joked the other day, I didn't know if Texas A&M was gonna incur a luxury tax, you know, and um, how much they paid for their signing class. What's been on your mind? So you stacked ten, top ten classes together now for four years in a row. I don't think there was ever even two before that. So do you kind of consider it a slap in the face or whatever when there's these thoughts out there that Very. it's because a lot of money is being spent and just your thoughts? here's what I'm gonna say. And this is point blank. This is point blank to the because here, here's here's my problem. There is no thirty million dollar fund. There is no five million. There is no ten. This is garbage. Okay, and it does. It pisses me off that people. And here, it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. Then everybody runs with it. So it's written on the internet, it's gospel. How irresponsible is that? It's, and then we gripe about the transfer portal, and you take you guys take more than everybody. What's about that? And what goes on? The hypocrisy is a joke. It's an absolute joke, and it's insulting to, uh, to our staff, how hard we work, to how we do things. It's insulting to Texas A&M, because there ain't a better place to go to school and play ball. We don't like it, we're coming on, get used to it. All right? We ain't going nowhere. It, it, it's, it's an absolute joke that people put the hard work in and do it. It's irresponsible, but it's funny when they get it, it's all okay. Ball games are changing, man. And it ain't because of NIL and what goes on. It's pretty irresponsible of all of them. They're clowns. Go next If they got a problem with it, come see me. I ain't a hard guy to find. We'll be in some meetings, you can say anything you want. We can do anything you want. I ain't got no problem with it. I promise you that shit. Oh, welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin, Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm doing great. And let me tell you, Shane, I know we're not a basketball <laughs> uh, podcast. We don't get too far into that. But, nope. you know, it's almost like basketball time. I've watched two games this month. I feel like I'm a basketball junkie now. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. My buddy's texted me about baseball already. You know, I'm, I'm a one-sport kind of guy. Yeah, I'll, Every now and then I'll flip on a NASCAR race or – or maybe I'll watch a baseball. Nah, who am I kidding? I, I don't watch any baseball <laughs> unless it's a championship game. It probably ain't happening. And for starters, I'm not going to make it all the way through. I try. Man, I try. And I know it's a lot better when you're there in person. But uh, baseball, basketball, it's tough. It's tough for me because, like you said, I'm all in on football. Yeah, absolutely. So I can a little bit – Hey. We're not trying to make fun of those other sports, but Mm -mm. we're trying to keep this thing as football as we can. And, man, do we get a ton of engagement. Last week, Shane, when we dug up, uh, you know, I found this on social media, a schedule breakdown of what the SEC could look like if, uh, you know, when Texas and Oklahoma comes aboard. And, you know, Greg Sankey's out here already talking about it. I think he's trying to let the – let the public know that this is being discussed, that they're uh-huh. likely going to do away with divisions. As you know, I know some people are not happy about that, but when you got Texas and Oklahoma into the league, we love the SEC more than anybody. But the one mm-hmm. thing that's messed up about the SEC is the scheduling. And mm-hmm. this is going to be their opportunity to fix it. And so we're just basically going to talk about that this entire episode because we think this is basically the perfect breakdown of how to get that done. So how's that sound to you, brother? Brother, it sounds fantastic. And it is, <laughs> it is unusual looking at this thing. Cause we're, I'm hearing everything from pods. Um, you know, we got revolving schedules. We got, we're, we're going to keep the conferences. We've got all kinds of stuff coming out, expanded playoffs. Uh, there's just mm-hmm. so much rumors, so many rumors floating around out there right now. Uh, this list that that you sent out is probably, I think, I think we both agree, is one of the best ideas that's floating out there. Um, and, and for that being said, Mike, if if you're listening to the podcast, where can they find this list? We've tweeted oh, it out. Well, Siri's trying to tell me. <laughs> Sorry, Siri. This damn watch, man. I swear, I think it's listening all the time. <laughs> 
We didn't stop me today, Mike. I'm gonna tell you, I stopped. I stopped by real quick. Mm-hmm. I was. I've been tired here the last few days, Mike. I've been dragging, and and so I'm blaming this COVID. You know, I'm saying, well, maybe I got that long COVID. Maybe that's why I'm tired all the time. But I boiled it down to two reasons, Mike, and why I'm sleepy. And the two reasons, and the reason that there's two, it's buy one, get one right now. These blueberry cream pies at McDonald's are dynamite, brother. <laughs> I can't stop eating them, man. I I went by there the other day. This happened. True story, Mike. So I, I stopped by. I drive an hour to work. Now, in this hour drive, I passed two McDonald's. Not once in my entire life have I ever stopped at both of them until four days ago. And let me explain why. I'm going through the drive-thru, and I order my nuggets, and I get down there. I, obviously, I'm unhealthy, guys. All right, if you haven't figured that out by now, you, you welcome, new listener. But I get to the, the, the window, and they say, do you want to try one of these blueberry cream pies? And I've been eating pretty good, you know, so I didn't get a big 20-piece. You know, I just got 10-piece. That's pretty healthy. And I said, you know what? <laughs> just give me one. They're like, it's buy one, get one. I said, I don't care. You know, I just give me one. If I have two, I knew I was going to eat them both, you know? Right. So I'm eating, I'm eating this pie and I'm driving. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best thing McDonald's has ever created. And now I'm kicking myself for not getting the second pie. So what do I do? I stop at the second McDonald's, still drinking the first McDonald's Diet Coke. And I ordered me blueberry, two blueberry cream. So I went from no pies to three pies, Mike. And since then, I've hit them every day. I, I'm telling you, it is, it, it is, it is addictive. They do not sponsor this show. If you have, if you have weight problems, please do not get this pie because once you get a bite, you ain't going back, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, that's my blueberry cream pie story. Uh, where can, where can you? So if you're looking where you can find the best pie, it's at McDonald's. But if you're looking for a best schedule, where are they gonna find this, Mike? <laughs> well, before I answer that, Shane, true story, little peel back behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Just uh, this weekend, Shane texted me, "Hey, are blueberries good for you?" I said, "Yeah, of course. Load up on them." <laughs> he said, "Great," because I just ate two blueberry cream. <laughs> <laughs> They say it's a superfood, Mike. <laughs> I just supersized it. <laughs> well, Shane, you can find these uh, this SEC schedule. I've tweeted out at SEC Mike. We, we tweeted out at the podcast, that SEC podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be flashing to it. Not only uh, the, the entire thing here, but I've broken it down team by team. So, hey, I'd love to give credit to uh, – because we didn't, we didn't create this graphic. I should say that. I found this on the internet. Mm-hmm. I've tried to track down who made it. I still have been able to do that as soon as I find out. You know, I'd love to credit them. So we did not create mm-hmm. this graphic, but we love the idea. So what want to give a, a shout out to whoever did create it. But yeah, this thing, this is a monstrous uh, looking graphic yep. here. If you're just looking at it and, and basically what it's it a, is. It's intimidating. It's intimidating. <laughs> Look at 16 teams. Exactly. But if you do slow it down, it, it is a fantastic idea. So sorry, I, I didn't mean to keep interrupting you, but I love talking future schedules because, I mean, just looking at this list, you forget that we're going to see Texas and and Texas A and M playing again. You forget that that Oklahoma and Alabama are going to meet, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be in a college football playoff. So I, I just I don't know. It just blows my mind looking at all these teams, and and I'm looking forward to to all the great games we're going to see from it. So. All right, continue, Mike. Sorry, man. <laughs> and if you're just listening in on the show, you're not able to physically look at this graphic at this time. Basically, all it is, all 16 future SEC teams, because we're, we're including Texas and Oklahoma in this, mm-hmm. all 16 are going to have three permanent opponents that they play every single mm-hmm. season, and that's great for a number of reasons. You're going to be able to keep some of these historic rivalries and the beauty of it, you know, we'd have to go to a nine-game SEC schedule. And if we do away with divisions, every other year, you're going to face every single team in the SEC, if that makes sense. So let's say you, you mm-hmm. don't – let's say you're Alabama and you don't play Georgia this season. Well, then you turn right around next season and you're, you get them – you get Georgia. And the real beauty of this, in my opinion, Shane – is every single SEC player, if he stays at his school for four seasons or more, of course, now yeah. now with super seniors and all this we're doing, 
If you stay for four years, you're going to be able to visit every single campus and every, you know, everyone in the SEC is going to be able to come to your home. It's just, this mm-hmm. is such a much, much better way to do the SEC schedule because we, we're sitting here thinking, you know, when does Tennessee and Auburn, how often does that matchup occur? You know, it, it's it's every right. six, seven years. Uh, Ole Miss mm-hmm. versus South Carolina. I mean, every six, seven years, I can go down the list. There's so many games in this league that we do not get. It almost feels like some of these teams aren't even in the same conference. And Mm -hmm. if we go to this schedule every other year, you're going to face every team in the league. I just think, uh, you know, this is the only way to go in my mind. Uh, I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on it? Absolutely. I mean, you think about, we've talked about this in the past, the, the SEC 10 game schedule and, Dan Mullen, you know, one of my favorite sound clips of him was talking about, you know, it's not fair for the college football athlete not to get to go to some of these these universities and play. I mean, right. the, the way this list is set up, you have an opportunity, like you said, if you're a four, four-year four senior, to, to play every school at least twice. So, and, and your rivalry, obviously, you're going to hit them every single year. So, I, I just love the idea. It, it would create a nine-game SEC schedule, so you still got a few, you know, cupcakes that you can you can pencil in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I just – I love the idea. Um, now, this list you're going to come out with, there's a few games I, I disagree with, but, uh, but it's going to be tough. I, I mean, I can only imagine what a committee is going to have to come up with. I mean, they're going to have to do something, brother. I just – I don't see divisions being able to stick around. Um, I think we're going to have to do something like this. And this is something I think benefits more the college athlete than it does maybe some of us fans. Right. And, you know, because even if they do try to keep divisions, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma, you got to assume mm-hmm. they they got to be in the West. Because it would make right. no sense to put them in these. So then you're going to have to kick two West teams to the East, and then there's going to be a fight over who that is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it just makes the whole situation messy. Whereas, uh, you know, and then we'd still have this, you know, five, six, seven year gaps between playing each other uh, in conference mm-hmm. op- opponents. It just, it, it would just be a terrible, terrible idea. And, and one other thing, because I know there's a couple rivalries outside of the SEC go into this format, you'd still be able to keep annual games like Florida, Florida state, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia, Georgia tech, South Carolina, Clemson, and uh, even possibly Oklahoma, Oklahoma state that's yet to be determined. And it's also being floated out there, Texas versus Texas tech. You know, they're wanting Mm -hmm. to keep that game intact. So, you know, some of those games that there's no contract for at this point. So I'm not saying, you know, they, they have to play those games, but the option will still be there with this format, which just again, which just makes it even more favorable, in my opinion. So you ready to break this thing down team by team and, and basically uh, their permanent rivals and, and on a team by team basis? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. I love it. All right. So we'll start at the top of the board, Alabama. You know, you got to keep the Iron Bowl together. So Auburn, automatically, that's your number one permanent arrival if you're Alabama. Auburn, Alabama, we got to keep that thing mm-hmm. going. And then Tennessee versus Alabama, that that's a game that's been going on as long as – I know you'll probably have a, a disagreement there with that one, <laughs> but keeping that game would be important. And then uh, last but not least, this kind of surprised a lot of people, but Alabama versus Mississippi State and – I looked up, uh, you know, the distance between every single SEC campus and Mm -hmm. Alabama and Mississippi State, Tuscaloosa, Starkville. There's not uh, a closer game in the entire conference, I don't believe. So, you know, I think Mississippi State makes sense when you're just looking at from a from a geographical point of view for Alabama. Thoughts on those three? I'm not – I mean, you talk about a subject I was not good at, Mike. So what you're saying is Mississippi State and Alabama are closer than Kentucky and Tennessee? or Yeah, it's um, uh, it's 90 miles, I believe, from Starkville, Mississippi, okay. to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And, and uh, so, for example, Alabama, uh, Tuscaloosa, and Auburn, Alabama, I think yeah. it, I, it's right around 200 miles, if I'm not mistaken. So, hell, it's even closer mm. 
between uh, Starkville and Tuscaloosa. So, you know, it makes sense to keep Alabama and Mississippi State together, in my opinion. Mm. Well, that's still that. I can't argue with you. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like it's like when I, my kid, when she was two, I told her I, I was ten foot tall. She'd be like, "Oh, ten foot tall," you know. It's like, okay, <laughs> she believes me. All right, yeah, I believe you. So we'll go with that one. It does. It does kind of stand out there. But if it is, I mean, I know it's. A cl- I knew they were close, and we've had some great games in the past. So I, I'm good with this. Is there a third team that you'd? may consider adding here i mean we've we've had some great lsu games uh mm-hmm. is there any other other i'm trying to think any other teams that you may consider yeah you kind of hit it right there lsu i mean it would tough it would be tough to lose alabama lsu every year because that's just been such a great game but mm-hmm. i don't know it, maybe you kick mississippi state out and, and give them lsu but then you got to figure out yeah uh, you know, then that kind of throws a wrench in the into the whole thing here, and we got to substitute. Uh, you know, we'll get down to LSU's here in a moment, but um, it would be tough. Right. It would be tough. I mean, that that's the only other option I could see. And again, the beauty of it, you know, maybe you don't got LSU Alabama this year, but you're guaranteed to have it mm-hmm. next year. So, you know, it's True. it's not a huge sacrifice in my opinion, but LSU is definitely the one that. Uh, you know, you could consider subbing Mississippi State for, but again, and and here I just looked it up: eighty-two miles between Starkville and Tuscaloosa. Okay, I mean that that's that's tight. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's tight. That's, I mean, if you're driving, I mean, that's a, that's a good hour. I mean, my wife she goes eighty-two miles an hour every time <laughs> on the interstate. So I mean, that's an hour away. <laughs> so I, I mean, just think about this though. So you got Auburn, Tennessee, Mississippi State, yeah, and they've all the all three of those programs have had ups and downs, but there's been some really good games in years past. But then when you go to this uh, schedule, like you said, I mean they're still going to play on this scenario: Arkansas, LSU, Texas, Vandy, Georgia, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. The following year, instead of those, they'll get UK, Florida, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Mizzou. I mean, you're facing every team. So, <laughs> I, I, boy, that's a tough schedule. Um, I, I, I like it. I like it. Al, I think, I think they nailed Alabama here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And one other thing. So, basically, you know, how they do the SEC championship game in a scenario like this, Shane, you just put, you know, the, the team ranked number one in the SEC versus the team that's ranked number two. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will look at that and say, you know, I don't like it. I, I want the East champ i want the west champ but how many years have we had it shane where alabama and lsu wow. are the top two and you know it, right. w- it wasn't that long ago florida and georgia were or you know and then we it, it has been a while but there was times when it was tennessee and florida and yeah. you know i mean on and on i mean there's so many instances where you know just because uh, you know, the East and the West meet in the, the SEC championship. We're not always getting the best two teams in the SEC right. championship. And I'd rather have that, even if it did mean a rematch. But I think more often than not, it wouldn't be a rematch, if that makes sense, because those, those uh, you know, head-to-head games are so important in determining SEC champions. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's the key is when when you have a schedule like some, like this here we're we're already here in extended playoffs and things mm-hmm. like that we're going to have multiple teams from the SEC even two three maybe even three lost programs going to uh, the college football playoffs and a lot of people say I one for one instance I saw RG3 did you see him coming out <laughs> yeah. he he said something about like if they should have just the top out of the t- top four conferences should go to it's like why I mean, yeah, we we let Cincinnati in. We Michigan was in, and what happened? They got smoked by two SEC programs. So mm-hmm. why not reward the top programs to go to an SEC championship and do the same thing for the college football playoffs? So I'm with you. I want to see the two best teams. I don't want to see one out of the East, one out of the West, or one out of this pod and one out of that pod. Right. I, I mean, the SEC championship. How many times has you heard Steve Spurrier say that it's harder winning the SEC than it is a national <laughs> championship? It's a fun game to watch. So, yeah, give give me uh, the top two. Yeah, are we rewarding excellence, or are we rewarding you know someone that won 
you know, a, a group or a conference that, uh, you know, we just decided 10 minutes ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. All right. So moving on to Arkansas, Shane, a little bit different. Uh, now, I did say I, I averaged out the uh, the distance to campus for uh, all these, uh, you know, pods, if you want to call it that. The, mm-hmm. the three opponents for Alabama, only 184 miles was the average for those three that they had to face. A little bit different story here with Arkansas. There's a there's a distance gap here, but you know, just getting feedback from Arkansas fans, they love this potential three-team setup or, uh, of of annual opponents. LSU, so we get the Golden Boot mm-hmm. game. Texas, which hell, you know, they sure as hell hate the Longhorns. So <laughs> you know, they're happy with that. And Texas A and M, and I think. You know, the average distance there between those three, 525 miles. So it is a distance gap, but, you know, you don't have to play Missouri every year, which I think Arkansas fans would be certainly happy about. And I mm-hmm. think when Arkansas is at its best, it's recruiting the state of Texas. And when mm-hmm. you're playing in that state every year, outside of the day of Jerry World game that everybody's done with, you know, you're either going to be going down to Austin or College Station every season. Uh, you know, I think yeah. be, being able to pitch going into the state of Texas at least once a year, uh, I think that would be big for the Razorbacks. And, you know, this I think this is a schedule they can get behind. What do you think? Oh, man, out of all of them, this one's probably my favorite, brother, because I'm just thinking of future games and past games when these programs met. And if you take a dot and you take it to each four of these stadiums, I mean, you go Arkansas to LSU to Texas to Texas A&M, and then you shade the center. If you can own that area with recruits and wins, dude, you're competing for an SEC championship every single year. So this is – you want to talk about one of the toughest pods? Obviously, I think this is going to be it. But that's what makes rivalries great, brother. And every time that one of these teams plays another – it's 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 going to be an epic showdown. So, yeah, I love this one. And, you know, the only teams that I, I think you maybe have an argument to put in here, maybe put an Ole Miss in there, but then you're probably losing LSU. You don't want to lose that boot game. Uh, maybe Oklahoma, but if you did that, then you probably have to sub Texas or Texas A&M. And – I just, Maybe I don't know. I mean, the the border war, I mean, come on. They, they've been making that pretty intriguing here lately. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but, uh, man, all, you just lost us all the Arkansas fans. So, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, not here to pander. I'm here <laughs> to tell you the truth. And the fact of the matter is, this pod right now, the way it's set, like I said, would be absolutely dynamite. And whoever comes out ahead is mm-hmm. most likely going to, like I said, compete for a college football playoff every single time. Right. Now, how about this one, Shane? Auburn, their three opponents, again, very short distance average for these three. 194 miles from campus would be their pod, so I think they'd love it. Uh, we, we already said Alabama, of course, so you're going to keep the Iron Bowl there. And in this mm-hmm. scenario, you get to keep Georgia which is uh, the, you know, the mm-hmm. Deep South's oldest rivalry right there. Auburn fans sign up for that. And then, again, Mississippi State, which is very close to campus. What do you think about that three for Auburn? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any debate. Those are probably the best three for Auburn. Yeah, I think I, I, think I was trying to just play devil's advocate, but I, I really do think that's a, that's a good three for them. Uh, Mississippi State's probably like, damn, why don't we go somewhere else here again? <laughs> why we got to play all the Alabama teams here? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think I think you make a good case here. Um, I mean, obviously, Alabama, Georgia, those are no-brainers. It's that Mississippi State that's sitting there. But you, you make a good case. Again, it's not that far away. Uh, this Rivalries are about neighbors uh, a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? You, you got mm-hmm. houses divided, cities divided. So you do that by playing teams that are closer to you. So, uh, yeah, give me Mississippi State-Auburn. I'll take that. Now, the only thing, I'd hate to lose annual game matchup Auburn-LSU because that one is – Yeah. You know, that's a great one. So, you know, we're losing a little bit. But, again, at the end of the day, you're getting LSU every other year. So, not a huge there has, loss. Yeah, there has – you know there's got to be some give. And, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's driving a lot of these – 
these gray hairs or old folks like myself, Mike, you know, away. It's like, well, I don't – you know, I joked about Tennessee, Alabama. I don't want to give that damn game up. I know Nick Saban's owning us right now, but it comes in waves, and who knows, we may run the next 10 years. So, I, I, that's the beautiful part of a, of a rivalry. So, it, nobody just wins all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think this is a good list so far. Um, I, I've not seen any flaws, really. Now, here's the first flaw, in my opinion, Shane. Florida, the schedule that we've got laid out in front of us, you got to keep at Georgia game, of course. You know, they play annually in Jacksonville. That's that's a must for the Florida Gators. South Carolina, interesting selection here. But, uh, you know, again, I did the miles, the average miles, 362 miles between uh, Columbia and Gainesville. So a fairly close game. And on this sheet that we have, it's got Florida – Oklahoma mm-hmm. as another one and that's the one where I'm scratching my head trying to figure out where in the hell they got Florida yeah. Florida and Oklahoma that doesn't make any sense to me yeah I think they just threw that one in there I I, I gotta see LSU <laughs> Florida you know I, I, I when I see Florida some of the best games I mean when you're we, how many times have we talked about it that that game's going to come down to the final possession, uh, mm-hmm. especially here lately. So, and and I go back to the the whole hurricane, the the homecoming. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just there's been so many epic games come out of there. So I gotta have my LSU Florida game. I think they nailed it with Georgia. Um, obviously, the South Carolina one I get, but as a Tennessee fan, I really even though. <laughs> We've not have a favorable outcome typically, but it's it's tough for me not to see Florida and Tennessee every single year. Mm-hmm. Now, and going back to that Florida LSU, so again, that's the team that uh, you know we've made that amendment. We think LSU makes a lot more sense. I don't uh-huh. know if you remember this one, Shane, but uh, you know, tragic. It was sad news. Mike the Tiger. There was, you know, they've had a number of them down there, but they they had one die, and then. Florida won in Baton Rouge, and they had a little skeleton of a tiger. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, man. Like, that, that's the hatred there. You know, we can't lose that game. Get yeah. Florida, LSU, give me that one, even though, you know, they're not Absolutely. close to each other. But that's, that's I mean, one of the, the best boot? games in the SEC. You know what? Absolutely. The shoe toss. I mean, you just <laughs> there's been some great games. You got to have it. Got to have it. What right. do you think about Tennessee? What do, what do you think about I, I get the, the, the distance deal, but taking South Carolina out, we'll talk about them here in a little bit, but and, and putting the balls there, is, is that possible or you think it's going to mess with some of these other schedules too much? Well, you could possibly do it if you're Tennessee, but then, um, you know, you'd have to there's – no, there's no chance in hell they're not going to keep Tennessee and Vanderbilt because they're both in-state opponents. So uh-huh. we've already talked about the Alabama game. That means you're going to lose Tennessee and Kentucky. And Tennessee, Kentucky makes a lot more sense to me than Tennessee, Florida. Yeah. You know, given that distance factor, unless you're saying, you know, let's do away with the Alabama game and let's keep Florida. And again, I know Tennessee, yeah. Florida has been such a great game, but Tennessee, Alabama has got, you know, 100 plus years of history. So, right. I think that's one that uh, Tennessee. And even at the end of the day, they'll probably be happy about it. I think you got to let that Tennessee, Florida, the the annual game. I think you got to let that one go. Well, Mike, you know I got to fight because I'm on the radio here, but <laughs> I've I've left that game a lot, you know, with with my head down and my crying my eyes out, and I can't believe I spent so much damn money on this damn team in this stadium, <laughs> kicking rocks as as the Gator fans go by me chomping. I yeah, there. Part of me would love to get rid of that rivalry, but again, it's. When you think about some of the games we did win, they were some of the greatest. 2001, you know, rings a bell mm-hmm. going down to the swamp. One of my favorite games, the 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 unanswered Jawan Jennings. I mean, that game right there. The there's just been so many. And then on the other side, there's been some serious heartbreakers with the Hail Marys and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we don't have to talk about those. But you know, <laughs> they're on there. You can Google them. But uh, the the uh, the Tennessee Florida game that would be tough for me, but it is you got to remember 
that even if we, in this scenario, we still would get to play Florida every other year. So in a four-year span, you're still playing them twice. So it's not right. like we're we're totally doing away with it. It's just we're not doing it every year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I'm not. I, I won't make an argue there. <laughs> All right, moving down to Georgia, Shane. So we've already hit on two of these teams. Of course, you got to keep the Florida mm-hmm. rivalry, got to keep that thing going. Auburn, we mentioned that already. Georgia, Auburn, that the history goes back over 100 years. And then last, mm-hmm. South Carolina. I think that just makes a ton of sense there. Uh, those states are connected. And, uh, you know, the, the average, the, the distance between those two campuses is 165 miles. So close. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is a perfect one for Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I I like playing Georgia, but I I think the South Carolina Georgia line makes too much sense, um, and I think we got to stick with that. Yeah. Now, how about this, Shane? I mean, this may be the biggest damn winner of this whole thing here: the Kentucky Wildcats, Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. starting to become you know pretty heated little rivalry here, Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And another one that is a, somewhat emerging as a as a rivalry, Missouri. So, mm. hey, I think I think ten out of ten Kentucky fans would sign up for uh, a pod of Tennessee, <laughs> Vanderbilt, and Missouri. Yeah, they may have been the one that made this list, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of blue in this thing now that I look at it again. So, <laughs> but uh, I, I think yeah, if you're a Kentucky fan, you're extremely happy. I mean, Tennessee, Vanderbilt makes sense. They are close. Uh, Mizzou, Kentucky, man, that game's been kind of ugly and a little bit chippy. Um, mm-hmm. I think Florida, Kentucky game's been fun here of late. That that's one that you definitely would would look toward. But as far because you can't be you can't make everybody happy. I think Kentucky would uh, would love to have this schedule. Yeah, I really th- like I said they're they're probably the big winners uh, if it goes to this format. If, if we, this is the exact way we keep it. Mm-hmm. Now the LSU Tigers, Shane. How about this one? Ole Miss Rebels. Mm-hmm. That's that's a rivalry that goes back. We already talked about the Florida game, and of course we've already talked about Arkansas. So you you keep the boot, you keep the Magnolia Bowl, you keep your uh, annual rivalry here with the Florida Gators. And again, you know the only only one I think you kind of pick apart here. You'd love to see Alabama on this list if you could. Um, you know, the, the original one we have here is actually has Texas A&M. I've subbed, I've subbed out Texas A&M for Florida, uh, because I just think that, you know, there's so much longer history between LSU and Florida, but, uh, what do you think? Because, you know, you do, you would hate to lose annual LSU, Texas A&M. There's been some good games there too, but you know, we're only talking what, 10 years of history. Right. Yeah. History. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. I think I'm a glass half full guy. I, I like to look at the future too. And mm-hmm. one game that's not on here, and we're going to get to him here in a second. I just think this LSU Texas thing is going to be a deal, brother. I, I think they're going to steal each other's recruits. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's. I mean, we, they've already faced a couple times. It's it's been wild. It's been exciting. So I don't know. I think that may be an interesting one to pencil in, but. Uh, mm. Definitely want to have the Florida Gators. I get that. Um, Arkansas, yeah, yeah, Ole Miss. Okay, it's just I don't know. I when I think of great LSU games, I'm kind of like you. I think of the Alabamas. I think of the Florida games. I think of I think some of those nail biters. I, I don't come across and say, "Man, you remember at Texas A&M?" You know, it's, it's just <laughs> right. they've had some good games, but it's not one that we're just talking about. It's not on the top when we're doing a countdown. There's not too many uh, Texas A&M LSU highlights that we're throwing out there. So um, I don't know. Well, I guess there was the what was the five overtime? Is that what this? That maybe that's what it was. Just the Se- yeah that, seven overtime. Uh, Seven, yeah, seven overtimes. The one I fell asleep at, didn't even get to watch. Woke up, missed. The, <laughs> I, I missed the damn. I'll never forget, man. I was watching this game and it was late, man. It was so late, and I was just like, I can't do it. I've been drinking all day. 
I said, I, I'm just going to, I think this thing's over. And next thing I know, I wake up next morning and I got 500 text messages talking about I'm missing the greatest game to ever hit college football <laughs> I, to this day, man. I, I watched, and then what's bad is I was recording it. And unfortunately, I didn't record four extra hours, so <laughs> I didn't even get to finish it. <laughs> I had to wait till the YouTube version came out. But anyway, I, I, LSU's a tricky one, brother. Um, obviously, this list is good, uh, but I think you you're, you you hit the nail on the head. You got to get A and M out of there and switch it with Florida for sure. Mm-hmm. Now moving to Missouri, this one is wonky. Uh, admittedly, you know I, wait, I don't Miss, know if Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do Mississippi State here. Again, you know, very, very close. 139 is the average miles mm-hmm. with uh, these three games that Mississippi State will have. But Alabama, you know, we already touched on that very close. Auburn. And then, of course, you got to keep the Egg Bowl. So, Ole Miss, the in-state rivalry there. I've seen a number of Mississippi State fans. They're fed up with this. They're like, what the hell? Ours is a lot tougher <laughs> than Ole Miss. <laughs> And again, to me, I, I understand that argument. I sympathize with it. But at the end of the day, this Starkville is so close to Tuscaloosa and very close to Auburn, Alabama. You know, this just makes sense if you're just talking purely about uh, proximity. This is one of the uh, the closest pods that you're going to have in this entire SEC. Yeah, and I mean, we, I can't really argue it. We've already argued Auburn and Alabama here. And there's mm-hmm. no way I, I would want to see Mississippi State not play Ole Miss. I think that's one of the the biggest rivalries of the SEC. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to go with this list just off, you know, past arguments we've already had. Mm-hmm. So now back to the wonky one, Shane here, the one that uh, you know it's tough because they don't have a ton of history in this league, and you're trying to you know move all these pieces around. But the Missouri Tigers, we already hit on Kentucky. You know that's somewhat of a that's a burgeoning rivalry so i like that one but mm-hmm. uh the the ones we've got listed here oklahoma that makes some sense they used to play against one another in the big 12 so i'm okay with it mm-hmm. but old miss is the other one listed and that doesn't make a ton of sense to me shane but mm-hmm. also i i would add that uh you know it's closer columbia missouri to oxford mississippi or no it's not closer it's 10 miles further than it is from uh, Missouri to Oklahoma. So, you know, it's not a massive, massive gap here or anything, but, you know, that, that'd be that'd be a new game we'd be getting. You know what, Old Miss, Missouri, that, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily roll off your tongue. You know what? No, it doesn't. And uh, Old Miss, I don't know, Mizzou, there's a couple of them. I, I'm, I'm liking the Kentucky game. I think mm-hmm. the Oklahoma, I think that's a hit, getting getting some of those guys back together. And you can't do Texas because we're going to do Texas here in a minute. And it just makes too much sense what's on their list. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. The only other team that I would find a little interest in would be uh, South Carolina just because mm-hmm. uh, the Columbia battle, <laughs> you <Yep>. know, <laughs> I, I, I just I, – I, I think of even going back to, to, to our boy, the Golden Goose, there's been some epic games – between South Carolina and Mizzou, um, I just think that that could be something. So, I don't know. I, I'd probably be a little bit more in favor of a team like South Carolina than I would Ole Miss. But, you mm-hmm. know, that's what happens when you have some of these new programs. You, you're going to have to kind of fake it till you make it, you know, fabricate this thing a little bit and, and, and create new rivalries. Mm-hmm. Now, how about uh, g- jumping back to the state of Mississippi, Shane, Ole Miss – Again, we got to keep the Egg Bowl. We've already discussed that. You get Missouri, like we just said, which is – I know that sounds weird, but you also get LSU to keep that Magnolia Bowl alive and well. And, you know, certainly just looking at it on paper, Shane, Mississippi State's got Alabama, Auburn, and Ole Miss. And <laughs> Ole Miss got Mississippi State, LSU, Missouri. I, I see why the Bulldog fans not very fond of this, but, uh, hell, Ole Miss fans got to drive twice as far to go to these bowl matchups in Mississippi State. So, <laughs> hey, you got a, you got the edge in gas miles. I'll tell you that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I guess that that makes sense. You know, at least you didn't have to drive as far to watch it. So, um, I, I don't know. That's 
this is we're getting in the we're getting in the middle of this stuff and, and, and you know like i said we we push and pull a little bit on these schedules but there's there's got to be a couple of teams that that just bite the bullet man and uh i think this old miss i think they are going to make out like a bandit compared to uh their their counterparts mississippi state maybe lane kiffin's the one that made this list yeah, there you go. <laughs> it could have. Oh, it could have. How about Oklahoma, Shay, next on the list? I mean, I think this one makes a ton of sense. Texas, you got to keep that one going. Yeah. Uh, Tech, Texas A&M, which, uh, you know, the Big 12 connections there are, are all over the map. And then uh, mm-hmm. Missouri, again, that goes back to the old, their Big 12 roots. I think that'd be a perfect three for Oklahoma. What about you? Yeah, it's an easy one. This is an easy one. This is one that you're like, okay, yeah, it makes sense because they used to play each other. So um, I, I think obviously we'd really enjoy it, this this firing up an old rivalry. Um, if you're looking at the list, you notice, again, the Florida Gators are here. Mike has removed those Gators from the list, and he has added Texas A&M, which – in my opinion, makes a lot more sense. So, yeah, I am good with this. And just thinking about future games, well, I mean, it's going to be hard. It's Dude, it's going to be hard for a couple of years watching Oklahoma, thinking of them as an SEC team, just like it was tough when Mizzou first got over. I hated Missouri because mm-hmm. it, it just they felt like they didn't belong there. <laughs> Texas A&M felt like they – I don't know. Maybe because I didn't, I didn't watch as many games back then at Texas A&M. Mizzou, I got to see. And it wasn't pretty the first time they played Tennessee. So I, I had it out for Mizzou for a long, long time, but I finally <laughs> accepted them into the SEC. But I'm looking at Oklahoma. I've hated Oklahoma. I've made fun of Oklahoma for how many years, Mike? You know what I'm saying? It's going to take me a while to embrace the fans, and I'm going to do my best. <laughs> we were talking about doing uh, the uh, SEC media days, and, and we're going to be talking to Oklahomans. Is that what you call them? Is that, I don't even know what you call them. I what, guess. Oklahomans? Boomers. Uh, Boomer you know Sooners. I, Boomer Sooner. I coined it. <laughs> well, I'm going to get them Sooners, and I and I'm going to I'm going to embrace them. But it's going to take a minute, brother, and uh, and and it's and it's going to be great watching these games. Uh, some of the ones we've seen in years past. So um, I think that's the list. I think I think that's what we do for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And next on the list, Shane, South Carolina. We've already talked about uh, Georgia. You know that's mm-hmm. a natural fit there. You're getting a little bone here. You're getting Vanderbilt which is uh, not far from your campus. You know, maybe you could switch that. You could argue Tennessee, Knoxville, certainly closer than uh, Nashville. But, uh, and then last but not least, we already kind of touched on this one, but the Florida Gators in South Carolina, you know, they've had some pretty good games here in years past. So I think if you're, you know, if you're a South Carolina fan, you're looking at this, you're saying, yeah, we may be behind Georgia at the moment, but hell, we just beat Florida. We beat Vanderbilt every year. I think if you're a Gamecock, yeah. you'll you'll sign off on this one. Yeah, I think you will too. Uh, obviously, they'd love the Vanderbilt snag, but I would like to see Mizzou instead. But, yeah, I, I think this is a good list. You can even throw Tennessee in there in the mix, but uh, it, it's it, South Carolina is a tougher team because you got Clemson, you got to play every single year. Um, so when I think of a South Carolina, South Carolina rivalry, it's the first thing that pops in my mind, you know, not an SEC opponent. But uh, mm-hmm. I think these three teams are, are pretty solid. Now, this is the one I know you've been waiting for, Shane. Texas, you wanted to talk yes. about them. Longhorns, we got to keep them together with the Sooners, with their annual game. Uh, former Big 12 foes coming together to the SEC. We, we keep them together. And then mm-hmm. the game that I'm dying to see, Texas, Texas A&M, we got to keep that one. We, got, we just got to get them back on the field. And then we've already discussed it here, but – Hell, I mean, we had months and months and months of Arkansas fans talking trash to Texas. Uh, you know, that that mm-hmm. is a, a rivalry, and they're not even the same damn conference anymore. That one makes all the sense in the world to keep Arkansas and Texas together. Again, I think this is perfect for Texas. Yeah, this is great. The only, Like I said, the only other one I had was the LSU, I just because what it could become. But mm-hmm. uh, I think these three would be fantastic. Seeing Texas, Texas A&M again. Because you got to remember, well, Texas thinks Texas A&M ran away. 
the, the big brother, little brother thing. And now here Texas A&M is getting all these damn recruits and they're building a new stadium and they got everything set up. They got a national champ coach, you know. They're, they're winning mm-hmm. more than 10 games a year. They're ready. And uh, I think they're ready to play some Texas football again. It's just they needed a hard reset and needed to find their own groove. But, man, they're hitting it in stride. So, um, when this game triggered uh, – it's happening, Mike. It, Texas, Texas A&M is happening. Whether this is the, the pod thing or whatever, there's going to come a day, brother, and we know, in the not-so-distant future that these two programs are going to face each other and just the pure hatred in that state alone will be worth it. I want to go, Mike. All right, pencil me in. First time these – I don't care where it's at. It could be in Texas. It could be in Jerry's World. It can be in uh, Ann Arbor, <laughs> Michigan. I don't care. Wherever this thing's at, Mike, we're going. We got to, we got to get a little – I mean – I can't I can't imagine this place is going to explode wherever it's at just like I said and it doesn't matter if Texas is, is ranked better it doesn't matter if Texas A&M's ranked better when these two teams meet it's going to be pure hate pure hate and I want to be a part of it mm-hmm. all right Shane moving on to your squad the Vols you know we've kind mm-hmm. of hit on a lot of these already Alabama keeping that rivalry going Kentucky you know that's a sharing the border there and that's a that's a growing rivalry and you're keeping the in-state Vanderbilt annual game alive thoughts on the the Tennessee's pod with Alabama Kentucky Vanderbilt and I know there's one amendment you've already shared on Twitter that mm-hmm. your your three that you'd like to see <laughs> yeah go ahead and let Alabama go and we'll take I don't know Missouri <laughs> Ole Miss one of those yeah <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. I want to keep the third Saturday in October um, because I do think better days are ahead for my volunteers. But it's it's just a good rivalry, you know. And and it's it's something that your dads talk about, your papas talk about. This is a it's just a it's a deep game, Um, and and I don't want to lose that. I hate that we'd in this scenario lose the Florida game. Even though, like I said, it hasn't been favorable, uh, I, I still miss that one. I would still like to see it every year. But, again, we're going to get it every other year in this scenario. But as far as Bandy and Kentucky, sign me up, brother. You know, when I put this thing out there, and it was funny because when I did put it out there, the, I got more reaction from Kentucky fans saying, you know what, I want that list. <laughs> so they want it. We want it. Just make it happen. Vandy, Kentucky, Alabama. Yeah, if we do that, I'll be okay. <laughs> so we kind of already hit on A&M, but, again, Texas, keep, keeping that thing, mm-hmm. uh, bringing that back to the field, I should say. Oklahoma, you know, they've, they, they have a long history in the Big 12 together, so that makes uh, a lot of sense. And uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks, you know, that, that's a growing rivalry. And, and on this list, it, it does have A&M, LSU, so you, you could certainly make the – the argument for the Tigers to play the Aggies every season, I wouldn't really fight you on it, but I just switched that out for Oklahoma because I think, you know, LSU can only play so many games here. But, uh, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, A&M, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see that every year. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a solid, solid list there. Now, again, I think uh, potentially a winner in this thing, Shane, Clark Lee and company Vanderbilt, last team, Tennessee, mm-hmm. we already hit on that. You're keeping the in-state game alive. Kentucky and South Carolina, uh, I think mm. Commodore fans, I think they'd be happy with this pod. Yeah, I, I think they would too. Uh, I think this is a good list for them. And and if they can't, if they can't get some victories, that, they got to get some victories, Mike. I, I think after ten years of this, if they if they fail to to, to maintain a thirty percent win against the SEC, then we should just we should just kick them out and we should get another team in here. So, uh, if you got Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, there's no reason, uh, especially because Tennessee, Kentucky, and South Carolina have good years and they have bad years. And that's when mm-hmm. you got to capitalize. And I think that's what Vanderbilt's going to do. So, yeah, I think they sign up that list. They're, they're going to be they're going to be successful. Um, but it, it ain't going to be easy because you still got to play them other SEC teams as well. But I think if you're a Vandy fan, you absolutely would love to see those three. All right, Shane. Hey, man, we're going on just about an hour here, just spilling on the uh, a schedule that is not even 
It's just hypothetical at this point, but that's <laughs> what uh, college football podcasts here in February are made for is conversations mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah, so let's cut this thing off before we uh, hit to the okay. second hour mark here. But uh, you got anything else before we hop off the line? No, uh, just I, I think. You know, it's funny that we're going to be doing this and, and watch, I, Mike. It never fails a day, two days, three days. There's going to be something that leaks out of the SEC, and we're going to find out <laughs> this schedule has no bearing on what the future <laughs> schedules are going to look like. So we may have just wasted your hour. So <laughs> uh, if you learned anything today, you've learned that those blueberry cream pies are legit at McDonald's. <laughs> But uh, but no, I'm I'm joking. I've got nothing else here, brother. Um, it's fun talking future schedules. Um, I, I I mean I'm getting excited just looking at some of these games. Uh, man, that Texas Texas A&M one, that one just stood out. And I don't know, I just I went there. I could feel I got goosebumps because that's going to be such a great game. Um, and, and I can't wait to, I can't wait to witness it. So, but anyway, brother, I can, I can ramble all night long. I have nothing else. It was good talking to you again. Uh, I'm sure uh, my schedule is a little wonky this week, but, uh, I don't know. Do you plan on what's your show look like this week? What's the, what's the output? Oh yeah. We'll, we'll have, we'll be have loaded shows. We'll be reaching out to some guests. So uh, okay. we're going to have several pods. This week, Shane is hitting the road, like he said, but uh, we've got big things planned once he gets back. So might be uh, a couple special episodes coming in the uh, the weeks to come. So be on the lookout for that. And this week, yeah, have guests. Shane Beamer, I know, is meeting with the media here on Monday. So we're going to have clips from him on Tuesday. But uh, yeah, we're going to be a loaded, loaded show you enjoy your time off here, brother. You've earned it. <laughs> I know. It seems like I'm saying that every week, but legitimately, this is <laughs> this is it. After this week, I'm I'm done with with the traveling. So uh, I'll be on full time after that, and uh, we're gonna hopefully have some more content come out. It's not just list season, even though we just went through a fake schedule. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's the off season, baby. <laughs> That's what we That's- signed up for. But it, it, we're gonna have some legit content. Uh, South Carolina, I mean, that's that's huge. I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about a program that's fired up, man. These Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're if you're seeing them online, but th- there's a lot of them out there expecting a special season. They got them a quarterback. They feel like they got them a coach. Um, I, I'm very eager to see what these Gamecocks are going to be doing uh, going into 2022 here. Yeah, absolutely. All it all it takes, Shane, is me to throw out one clip of Spencer Rattler. And it, the rest of the SEC goes wild. So, hey, I'm, I might as well keep doing that for a couple weeks, brother. But uh, <laughs> that's right. I think that's a great place to jump off, Shane. I appreciate you. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you for checking us out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. <laughs>